You're listening to a podcast on the Game Day Squad Network. Welcome to the Game Day Squad NRL show, brought to you by Game Day Squad, Australia's very first NFT fantasy sports platform powered by the Ethereum blockchain. I'm your host, Gus, here today, joined by Pranit and Tony. Pranit, how you doing? Yeah, great. Loving the upsets, to be honest. Kind of put a bit of a spark into the NRL, unlike last year. Yeah, too right, mate. I mean, we're coming off Sunday afternoon, just off the back of that para victory. I'm sure, uh, sure you're happy with that one. It was all right. It was all right. It's a victory. I'll take it. But it wasn't the most convincing, was it? Um, yeah, but happy true. they kind of got those scrappy games out early in the season. So, you know, we're going for that big finals push and the obvious premiership win this year. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Oh, well, I can see you celebrating with ch- ch- Chain on show. So, uh, good stuff there. Tony, what's going on? Yeah, well, you know, Eels road to the finals is going to be pretty hard. You're going to have to come through the Broncos because uh, you know what? We're back, baby. We're back. I've waited two years for this moment, but we're finally back. We're looking good. So, yeah, let's go. Too right. Too right. Boys, you may notice I'm, uh, I'm in the robe today. Um, important to be on theme given that we're talking about uh, some reflections from round one. Uh, you know, we'll be stepping back, looking in, uh, in the mirror, taking a hard look at ourselves. Uh, so yeah. I've thought you know better be comfortable that's um, what the sunday nights are for you know that's it just got to be honest and upfront with ourselves really so <laughs> yeah but um i'm gonna start off and you know uh, yeah i know i'll be tooting my own horn here a little bit but uh one thing i got right which uh which came to be true in round one was stephen Crichton and how good he's gonna be this year um you know, against the Seagulls on Thursday night, a try. Stats were boosted a little bit with the kicking duties, but four goals, strikes the ball well. Five tackle busts on 150 metres too. Like, he just looks so dangerous. Everything I thought he was going to be, he delivered. And I tell you what, if he can put in consistent performances like that week to week, he is going to give everyone an absolute run for their money for Dallium Centre of the Year. Yeah, completely right. I think you're uh, you're right there, and I wonder how much his card's going to go for on our transfer market. I, I know he's someone I want on my team, so I might have to pay up for him. Mate, too right, too right. Got the uh, that dual position in center and uh, and wing fullback, so plenty of uh, plenty of value there. Uh, but yeah, I was pretty pleased with that. So hopefully, Critter can uh, keep putting out the big performances week to week. But uh, yeah, enough of me tooting my own horn. Tony, what did you get right? Tell us. Yeah, well, well, same game, but on the other side of the field, uh, Bullymore. Uh, I, I said earlier this week, he's a pretty good buy low candidate. Uh, might be slipping through the cracks for uh, some people. And I, I sort of said by the end of the season, he's going to become one of those guys that Manly fans, he's going to be a household name, I think. Um, obviously, heaps of talent there. And pushing up alongside Turbo, uh, we've seen people benefit a, a lot from just being beside Turbo and sort of benefiting from that. Uh, but yeah, one try, 39 tackles, got through a lot of work. Uh, look, only 89 meters. He's still got a lot, lot to go, but it's floated around about 50 points for fantasy. So look, solid player. Not too late to get him in your team either. So look, I'd be buying him now if you can. Mate, I like that shout. Middle of the park, good young fella. Like he's built 
like he's a pretty solid build, low to the ground. Yeah. But I tell you yeah, what, he, he gets is. the top speed pretty quickly. Like he, he does. Can, uh, he does. He can move. Yeah, exactly. So, no, I like uh, I like that shout, and of course, you know, you're staying true to uh, true to form, expressing a bit of a love and interest in an ex Broncos. So. Yeah, that's me, mate. That's me. <laughs> yeah, Pranit, how about you? What did you get right this week? I think I've got the Dragons. So that was the one I was really high on early in the season. I know they were favourites for the wooden spoon a little while ago. I think um, Ben Hunt, yeah, he was kind of that crux for me and that young Titan spine. So it's kind of good to see them have a solid day out. I mean, the Warriors maybe not the best of teams, but a win's a win. So they're up on the table. They did look a lot better than some of the other teams were expecting to be a lot better. Um but yeah, I think they can probably push. Hopefully, they can push for that finals and get those predictions right. I want my power rankings to be on on point at the end of the season. <laughs> I you're think going you're for uh, those bragging rights. Yeah, I, th- I think Pranit's power ranking is going to struggle here a little bit because they have only <laughs> beat they have only beat Warriors and uh, they got they got Penrith next week. Uh, so life comes at you quick. Uh, I'm going to be probably True. bottom of the ladder again or middle of the park. Yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. But no, nah, Pranit, I, uh, I like the shout, but I do have to ask one thing. What happened to your boys, Jack DeBellum and Jack Bird? <sighs> Just, <laughs> I can't stand it. I, when I was looking at that, the, co- the coach decided, you know what, Jack DeBellum, we've kept on him through all his hardship, through all his out of, out of, you know, out of NRL struggles. We've kept him, you know, we really invested into him. You know what? After a full preseason, let's play him for less minutes than we did last year. Give him only 50 <laughs> minutes for the game. You know, that seems like a good idea. So... That's a frustrating one. He, he still did have kind of good points per minute, which is better. I'm just wondering whether that was a one-off easing him in or whether it's going to be a consistent pattern. I'm, I'm not going to double down yet. <laughs> I'll kind of... Let's, let's go with wait and see a bit more now. But I do hope... I do think if he can get those minutes again, he will be good. So um hopefully the dragons coach can kind of see his value and then jack bird surprised uh, that was the one because it was a big discussion between aitken and bird throughout all this preseason it's who's the better you know center edge that we have and it just seems like aitken's really got the green on him at the moment obviously it's still game one but he scored a try a bit of a line break and still didn't really perform up to standard whereas aitken kind of seemed on point so let's w- watch and see for that one but yeah definitely definitely wrong on those two and a lot of the picks for the games this week as well yeah yeah <laughs> fair play mate round one we got to dust out the cobwebs don't we so it is what it is um but moving on you know i've always got to call myself out here something i got wrong um now past few weeks on the pod and on the show, I've been hyping up James Tedesco like no tomorrow. I've been going absolutely crazy for him. I was seeing, you know, the crystal ball I had was saying line breaks galore, tackle breaks galore, try assists everywhere. Uh, but it wasn't to be this weekend around the nights when I thought it was going to be, which is unfortunate. No line breaks, no try assists, and only four tackle breaks, which by Teddy's standards is pretty, pretty poor. In saying that, I am going to double down on this one, and I reckon he's going to come good. You know, it could be another one of those trademark slow starts to the season for James Tedesco, but once he gets up and running, particularly post-Origin, I reckon we're going to see the dominant man that we all uh, all know he can be. So, yeah, I'm going to double down on this one, but I'll admit I got it wrong this week. 
Yeah, I, Even I agree. That, are you... No, they, they looked really clunky. Uh, I was at that game, and there was a lot of errors on their side. Uh, I'm not going to lie, Teddy, when he uh, dropped that ball that uh, led to a, a try, uh, it was pretty, pretty sunny. Pretty sunny. You got the, um, the sun in your eyes, and uh, the ball had a fair lot of spin on that. So, look, yeah, I think he'll bounce back too. That's fair enough. I'm just surprised he's doubling down because, it, yeah, it's like we said, it's not Teddy necessarily. It's how bad the Roosters looked because a, a lot of people had them pinned as premiership favourites, which I, I really didn't understand. I still thought they were going to be better than they looked. But, yeah, that's really, really concerning how, how they kind of looked. It just feels like, again, it's probably going to be those big two players, Penrith, Storm. Because I, I, I know the Storm didn't look great, but I still kind of have faith in them but the rest of them look a league away at the moment. Yep, uh, I'd agree. I'd agree. Anyone got that one out? Got that one out of the way? Tony, tell us what you got wrong this week. Yeah, well, uh, I, I said Kiri. Um, so look, they were playing the same game and uh, sort of had similar things go against them, right? Lots of errors. Um, even when they were upper man, they still couldn't still couldn't score towards the end there. So um, definitely a few questions around there. Fair enough. First game back in a while. Um, but yeah, two two pretty solid players that really underperformed this weekend, and I mean that really goes to what what we saw this week, right? Uh, Broncos beating Rabbits, uh, Knights beating Roosters, uh, maybe a bit of a theme going on here, eh? Tigers mm. almost get the job done against Melbourne. We sort of go on, but if anything, that's uh, that's a good thing. Hopefully, a bit more of a competition this year. One thing, one thing I would say for those top teen, teens, particularly with coaches, the likes of Trent Robinson, Craig Bellamy, is you know even if they don't have a crash hot start to the year, they time their runs perfectly every single time. Exactly. So I wouldn't be surprised to see uh, see that happen. But you know, mate, I'm saying, but I was just expecting so much more out of those uh, you know those top caliber teams. Yeah. Do you do you know what was really concerning? And this is probably a one big knock on the storm. I think they had what two ACLs and a fractured mm. hand. So they, it looks like they've lost Welch and they've lost George Jennings for the season. Mm. And they've got Brandon Smith in a fracture. Obviously, he's coming back, so that's a little bit better. But that's two huge losses for them. Um, Jennings, I'd say, is probably a little underrated and Welch is just a massive loss for them, especially yeah. in a season where they've kind of lost quite a bit already. Mm. I'm wondering whether... And it's interesting. Um, I'm wondering whether... What's his name? Howarth steps in a little earlier than we kind of expected yep yeah could well do could be a good uh, good cheapie to have on the radar yeah but Pranit, tell us uh, tell us what you got wrong this week pretty much every prediction <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, i mean we, we, we got a we got a couple i mean the st- not in the way i was expecting um storm eels dragons looked okay but i was not expecting some of the results i mean panthers it's so surprising how good they looked, and but but I think it was also more concerning how well they handled Turbo. I'm not sure if you guys fully watched that game, but he got no clean space every time. There was a crowd; it was just bunched up that whole game, and it kind of makes me more optimistic for Turbo for the rest of the season because even when he was shut down, he managed to create something, get a try save in there as well. So in terms of fantasy output, in a game where he was so convincingly shut down, he still managed. You can see that's his floor. He's not going to get... I don't think he's going to get lower than that this season. He's going to get better. Um, but, yeah, that one I got wrong. Raiders was not expecting to be that good. And even the Broncos. That Honestly, the Broncos one was shocking. Because that 
I mean, Tony, I know you're happy about it, but they were in the grand final. Let's let's not forget that. Yeah. It kind of shows yeah. you how important Reynolds is. And for the Broncos, it must be even better considering they didn't even have Adam Reynolds in their team. So yeah, exactly. how good are yeah. they going to look? And it kind of creates an interesting discussion of, because both, um, both the Haas looked great that game. So who's going to get that sixth spot next game? Who do you reckon, Tony? Um, yeah, it's a good question. Honestly, I'm not sure. I, if I had to like just guess, I'd say probably Kelly, right? Um, yeah. And then, yeah, I'm not too sure. Uh, we'll have to wait and see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, nah, to that, I think I'd be in the camp playing to the future and, you know, giving Kelly the, uh, the move on and committing to Billy Walters if he's going to be a long-term six option at that club, but... But, both, but we forget that Billy well. Walters is 28. He's yeah, not he's young. old. Yeah. Billy, Billy Walters is 28. I think Kelly is 30. It's Ezra Mam is the future one. I think he's... But he's a bit young. Again, he's eight, 18, I think. I'm not Yeah, he's sure. he, he's real young. I, I, I think it comes down to, like, what what style do you really want to play, right? And Kelly's maybe more so, like, what's in front of me, whereas Walters would be more so, like, that Adam Reynolds type. So it's sort of like, do you want that, like... Adam Reynolds go around and there's sort of like a Cody Walker type on the other side and we've seen how well that can work so I think it comes down to how much do you want to like what play style do you want to play and also how much do you love your son um that's really it <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> true true regardless of who it is I just kind of hope that they stick with someone that watching that last season was a nightmare watching it was plug and play and like, just aside, yeah <laughs> it's every week it's like who is this new guy oh carmichael hunt remember him from 10 years ago yeah he's <laughs> playing six for us this week and then it just disappears again so yeah, i just want yeah, them to give yeah. him time that's it exactly boys moving on uh talking about the surprise packet for round one so this is what got me coming out of Newcastle. I didn't have big raps on this guy going in, and we've seen him uh, deliver some pretty strong performances before, but inconsistency <laughs> has been the Achilles heel. Dane Gagai. Now, I tell you what, he put in an origin-grade performance in round one against the Chooks, and if he puts those performances in week to week, we could be looking at a serious contender for buy of the year. Now, just thinking about it, that Knights backline has lacked... I guess a bit of maturity and experience in years gone by. Like you look at that back five, Ponga, Dom Young, Bradman Best, Tuala, and uh, and Gagai. Gagai is the most experienced out of that bunch by far. And I think that older head, maybe Karma Shoulders, could bring a, uh, you know, just could bring, I guess, an element of maturity, you know, a bit more aggression to, to that back line. And I think it could be exactly what they needed. Um, back to try a try assist as well six tackle breaks and 200 meters like this guy was just on fire uh, and you know yeah, i'd love to see him play some consistent footy because people give him quite a bit of uh you know people give him a hard time for playing uh, out of his skin with that uh that maroon's jersey on and then when it cl- comes to club footy <laughs> taking a bit of a back seat but he was going hard uh, the other day so I'd love to see uh, love to see that continue but yeah I was very surprised yeah the, the 200 meters stands out to me I actually didn't know he made that much and I was at that game he looked good but I didn't know he got 200 meters there so uh, yeah honestly that's uh that's really good to see but another guy you mentioned uh, Dominic Young he uh, he looks actually really good I'm seeing him he got about 62 fantasy points there so he's actually maybe a good shout for a bio guy as well so yeah, 
No, true, true. Who was uh, who was your surprise packet, Tony? Yeah, look, I, I mentioned him as a one to watch and uh, I sort of talk about uh, all you can ask for in fantasy football really is is opportunity in some sense, right? And, and where these points can really come from. Uh, but Sean O'Sullivan, um, outside of him just fantasy, <laughs> oh, um, um, look, look, opportunity, um, he, he hit the very high peak of what I thought would be a possible outcome for him, really. Uh, he really just didn't miss a beat. He had um, some really good stats here. So over 300 kick meters, two tries, three line breaks. Um, the main thing is uh, I thought they were really going to struggle and, and, and look bad um, without Cleary, but really he did everything he needed to be to, um, to help them win that game, especially one where everyone thought, you know what, Manly probably got the job done here. Um, so, yeah, good, good on him, really. That's, it's great to see. Mate, good shout. Surprised me too. I remember when you uh, said you're looking at Sean O'Sullivan last week, <laughs> Renee, and I laughed you off. But, uh, <laughs> how can I say, like, Surprise well played. <laughs> yeah, well played. Great. Great. Well played there. We'll, we'll see about the replacing Clary bit of that. <laughs> no, you know what? You know what? He's up there. <laughs> He's coming close. Oh, jeez. Pranit, lucky last, mate. What, uh, what surprised you in round one? wouldn't say surprise had him as a smoky so uh, i'd say uh matt tomoko eight okay eight tackle busts so huge performance from him on his end i know um uh that we've got still got those three points on the tackle bus so it's a big monster output kind of still mm-hmm. young as well so he's kind of okay. very very surprising to me and what was shocking is also i was a kind of expecting more from sammy walker to be honest, it's kind of a little disappointed, to be honest. Um, so hopefully that changes. He's still young. He's still very talented. But I do want to see more from him. Yeah, no yeah. fair play. With um with Tomoko, like he does rack up those tackle breaks where he sort of runs sideways across the field and <laughs> kind of engages a defender. Doesn't really, but it still counts as a tackle bus because they laid a finger on him. He's learned uh, from the best in Tedesco, hey. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter how you get them though, as long as uh, as long as they come through. Um, but no, I, I think yeah, very fair commentary on uh, on Sam Walker too. You know, young fellow, obviously, and I can imagine with a bit more time in that uh, in that halves combination with Kiri. You know, we can expect bigger and better things. But yeah, I guess yeah, missed the mark a little bit yesterday. Yeah. Hmm. let's go baby round one almost done uh the last game's just finishing up now but um yeah it was really good uh, i think another thing that probably surprised a lot of people but is just how much um you know the top four teams the last couple of years were really clear outliers uh but this week you can chalk it down to just you know it's round one or maybe through some injuries um but we've had a lot of close games and i, I, I sort of hope we uh, continue to see this because yeah the last couple of years there's been a lot of games where you don't even have to watch it to know what the outcome's going to be. Um, so it's, it's really good to see, honestly. It's really good. I would just say one yeah, thing. Do remember that Souths 50-0 lost to the Panthers and they made the final. So Exactly. Yeah. So it's Anything kind can of, happen. Early. Yeah, and it's early. They're just ironing out their clunks. You don't want to... I mean, you don't want to be like my own team where you kind of have a great first half of the season and then kind of fizzle out. You kind of want to time your run. And so yeah. we do got to remember some teams like, you see the Storm didn't really have that great of a performance, but who are they missing? 
they're missing Munster and they're missing Harry Grant. Like probably, arguably, probably not arguably, probably definitely the two best players in those positions, I think, in, at least in my opinion. So mm. those huge additions come back in. And they had 15 players at one point in that game. So, because they had, they lost Welch, they lost Jennings, and they, had Bra- they lost Brandon Smith, and they still managed to win that game. Um, so that's kind of, that's, that's what so, I mean. So, I, I, so, so you're hurting Gus's feelings, man. <laughs> <laughs> but, no comment. But, no. <laughs> Good. Uh, I, I'll leave it at that. I think I've broken Gus just there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, I think fair call, boys. We'll uh, we'll wrap it up there. I'm gonna go have a try. <laughs> uh, enjoy the Sunday night. Hopefully, uh, yeah, it should be a good contest with the cows and the dogs. So we'll uh, we'll keep an eye on that. But now, good chat, boys. We will wrap it up there, and we will touch base on uh, on Tuesday once the team lists come out. Yeah, let's and go, baby. We'll enjoy. Have, we'll have our platform up in a couple of days as well. So. Hopefully get that up yeah. and ready it's coming, as soon it's possible. Rip some packs. We'll be ripping some packs in the next few videos. Get ready. Let's do it. Alrighty. Catch you boys. Bye.